Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode six of the Darn It podcast. I'm your host, Darn Aggressive Jr., founder and chief technical architect of Darn IT Group. In this episode, we'll be talking about cybersecurity planning and what your business needs in terms of creating this policy. So a study that was done found that 80% of small and medium-sized businesses do not have a cybersecurity plan in place. Now, developing a cybersecurity plan may give you some sort of anxiety, may give you some sort of frustration or analysis paralysis, and that's okay. But what a security plan will do is identify which assets need to be secured, sort of what threats, threats and risks to focus on, and what kind of safeguards you need to implement in sort of priority. And this is very fundamental because when you go through an event or in order to assess anything you do, uh, when it comes to like, let's say, for example, like a business risk may not necessarily be cybersecurity, but you need to have a plan in place. Because as that saying goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And a lot of SMBs do not have a security plan already in place. Now, when I talk about a cybersecurity plan, people think of this whole convoluted, complicated plan that would give them a headache. It's just because, um, you know, a walk in the park when you're doing your taxes, for example. And it doesn't have to be so. But really, what I always say is each business is different. Each business have different priorities. So you need to get the right steps in place. In order to do that, there are some steps that you need to follow in order to prepare a cybersecurity plan for your business. So I'm going to walk through a few steps here. And if you are taking notes, that is fantastic. If you're a mental learner, that's also great. But just as long as you adhere to these points to prepare a cybersecurity plan, you're already going in the right direction. Because like I said, 80% of businesses don't have a security plan in place. So having something there and something that you follow is already putting you in the right direction. So, okay, step number one. You need to complete some sort of simple cybersecurity status self-assessment tool, um, which we will include on our website if you're ever interested. And if you want more information about that, you can email us directly at info at darnit.ca. And the self-assessment tool will basically help identify gaps and options in your cybersecurity for your business. So this will basically do some sort of gap analysis in terms of where you stand in terms of your cybersecurity threat landscape and be able for you to, as you're doing this self-assessment tool, it will allow you to maybe think about some things you may have not thought about already. Point number two, identify all business assets, you know, such as computers, business information or business data, you know, uh, mobile devices, etc., and determine their importance and value to the business. So think about where each asset may lay in your business and how important this particular device would be. So for example, uh, if you have someone who's doing outbound sales, for example, and they have a tablet or cellular device that collects a lot of customer information, either locally on that device or in the cloud. You need to assess what importance does that 
particular device have against your organization. So if they have access to your your CRM, for example, you know what sort of risks would be associated with that? If let's say, for example, that salesperson lost their phone, so you need to look at that in such a way where you're able to identify those threats. Which brings me to the next point. Discuss cybersecurity threats with employees or outside experts as required and determine which assets are at risk of harm if one or more of those threats occur. So basically, understanding the landscape is the first step in the right direction, but also think about which points of failure could occur to your business if a particular threat happened. So example, if you get hit with a ransomware infection, how we be able to determine how critical these assets could be. So for example, if you're running a, a manufacturing company, for example, and that ransomware essentially locks certain command and control servers of your assembly line. And if that ransomware disrupts your assembly line, how that how could that be disruptive to your business, right? So taking a nice analysis of where things can go wrong um, through your infrastructure is a very key way to understand that. And if you don't know, um, outside experts would be able to, you know, peel back some layers like that and understand, hey, you know, for the manufacturing example, your command and control center could be compromised if this particular variant of ransomware attacks you, right? And that's going to cause some downtime. And that brings me to the next step is, prioritized risks as high, medium, or low. So when you're looking at that previous example I mentioned, assess if that risk, for example, that ransomware attacks or command control center for that manufacturing plant, would that be a high risk to your business, a medium risk, or a low risk, right? I can't say every single manufacturing command control computer is going to be compromised some way, and that's going to be definitely a low risk or high risk, is you need to prioritize those risks in terms of how important that would be in terms of that disrupts your business. The next step is, with help of employees or outside experts, determine what could be done to reduce those risks. So using that same manufacturing example, understand if you're a business owner or a business leader, you have to understand what that command and control computer does, first and foremost. Talking to your employees who use it, um, either your internal IT team, external IT team, or general employees, understand how important that particular asset is to your business and determine what can you do to reduce those risks. So do you have proper security software? Do you have a proper firewall in place? Do you have proper uh, plan in place? Do you have proper backups in place, etc. So these things need to take into serious consideration when you're actually doing something in terms of doing that risk assessment for your business. Which brings me to the next step. Evaluate the threats, risks, and potential security safeguards, and then decide what you can and should do to improve cybersecurity in your current year. So basically one improvement can be planned in conjuncture with another to reduce overall costs. So if you're running a budget to set up a firewall, essentially you can deal with malware spam within the firewall. So a lot of these um, firewall devices come with built-in 
uh, layers in terms of you can add spam protection or you can add uh, antivirus um, or you can you can add something else in terms of those firewalls. So you basically would be able to say, let's say we pure, you procure a firewall for your business, that particular vendor, you may, may be able to add extra layers. So instead of implementing that firewall and then later on implement these other things, what's going to happen is that's going to incur extra cost to you. And that will obviously affect the bottom line. And that's essentially something that will make something more expensive, which will definitely affect your bottom line in terms of cost. The next step is to set attainable target dates for all identified cybersecurity tasks and security safeguards that you plan to purchase. So that being said, look at ways that you can build in the budget in terms of getting the proper tools in order to take care of some of those risks you identified in the earlier points. So if you say, again, going back to that manufacturing example, if you look at your command and control center and it's like, okay, well, what are we not doing? You will be able then to set a date in time to be able to say, okay, well, we need to implement firewall for this. We need to implement a security for that, etc. or maybe look at an external source. So these sort of things you can identify in terms of what dates that would be more applicable for your business in terms of budgets or, you know, seasonal operation times, etc. so that it's not last minute or becomes uncomfortable. Because I've seen a lot of businesses that don't have attainable dates and want to get something and learn about the cost of it and and how much of a headache that's going to be for them, that they simply throw up their arms and say, no, we can't do it. And that's not a situation any business wants to be in because, again, I've seen a lot of businesses, spoke to a lot of businesses who said that and then come back to us later on and said, okay, well, we've just been breached or we just got ransomware or we got a malware, et cetera. And then we'd have to spend more money to roll back those issues, fix those issues, and bring them back on the feet again. And I always hear them say, well, you know, I wish we'd done something earlier. I wish we've done something even before that wouldn't cost us that much more money. The next step would be, and intended what I just said, is identify the resources that will be needed to implement the plan in the first year including including people, time, and money. So you need to identify what needs to be in place to, to acquire those dates that you've said earlier in the last point. And you have to understand it's not just money, it's also time, and it's also the people that you're bringing into this situation. So if you're an expanding company, people are going to be a key differentiator in terms of a proper cybersecurity plan because it always revolves because it's not always something that's static. It's a dynamic plan. And you must also, you must definitely identify those resources, but at the same time, understand that people add a new level of risk to your business and they all come from different backgrounds and different mindsets. So that's going to add more to the time and money aspect of it. So you need to think about when you're introducing somebody, what sort of resources that need to be implemented to make sure everyone's properly trained and the right resources are in place for them. The next step in conjunction with what I just said is list any issues that may hinder your plan. So like I said, a lack of people and a lack of budget. So make sure that you have a plan in place 
and also on the side list any additional issues that may hinder said plan. So if you hire somebody to deal with the cybersecurity for your business, either that be a third party or a uh, internal person, understand that that person may not be there forever or understand that person may not have the adequate skill sets or that company may not have the adequate skill sets. But on top of all that, you need to make sure you have the budget in place to do anything in that plan. So make sure you have a, I wouldn't say concrete, but at least a plan that you can say, oh, it's going to cost us X amount of dollars to implement this plan. And you need to make sure that your business is making enough income to be able to spend on these plans for your cybersecurity planning. The next step is implement the damn thing. Implement your plan. And making a plan is great, but if you're not you're not essentially deploying it and implementing it for your business, then all this becomes a moot point. This is all for nothing. So you need to have an actionable time frame when this plan that you've devised would come into play. And the last step here is Repeat your step three, threat evaluation, and at a minimum, minimum once per year. Because like I keep saying, the threat landscape is always changing. It's a dynamic aspect. So you cannot expect putting in one plan and expecting this plan to work for many, many years. It's like saying you have antivirus on your computer from you know 10 years ago. Do you really expect that that protection software to protect you against threats of today? Everyone in the right mind will say no, because it's true. So you need to minimum at least reassess the evaluation of your plan once per year. So but when you implement these plans, just keep in mind, make sure you keep track of any changes and inform all the affected parties um, to avoid any sort of miscommunication. So essentially, if you hired a security expert to help set up a firewall and spam, you know, you think that's or you you may you may find that the firewall implemented doesn't have a spam protection. You think, okay, well, spam is a very important aspect. All of a sudden, you may need to adjust your plan and focus either on spam or to incorporate the spam blocking within the firewall. So these sort of adjustments and tweaks that you need to make are going to happen on the fly, like it or not. And I've seen a lot of SMBs who need to do this. So always prepare for something that's to happen. So like the example I said is when you set up a firewall and then spam because of number one priority, you need to adjust your plan. And that's it. So at the end of this, you should always evaluate your progress at every year end of your organizations and make those adjustments so that you are preparing your budget, you're preparing your time and resources for the following year. You know, in most cases, a multi-year cybersecurity plan will need some updates each year to accommodate change in priorities and your business capacity. Because some small businesses do grow, some small businesses add different valuations and different personnel into their organization. So these things will always change that dynamic, no matter what. And while the process to develop a cybersecurity plan may seem daunting, you can always revisit, expand, contract, or tweak this plan in time. So don't think that you've made the plan, you invested all this time into it, that it's set in stone and you must adhere to it, like a grocery list. No. If you need to add another vegetable to the recipe, you need to go out and buy it, or you need to go get it, right? So every time there's a new change, a new dynamic in your business, especially in regards to your cybersecurity plan, you need to make those adjustments, like it or not, because if you don't and you leave it to stay stagnant, 
that could come to bite you in the butt at the end of this, right? So thank you so much for stopping by and listening to this next episode of Darn IT Podcast. I'm your host and extraordinaire, Darling Gresson Jr., Chief Technical Architect of Darn IT Group. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a wonderful day.